Welcome to Dating in Dubai, an expat expose on what dating really looks like for singles in the Middle East, hosted by your dating guru, me, Christiana Maction. Hello and welcome back to the Dating in Dubai podcast. I am your hostess, Christiana Maction, and it is episode two. And in this episode, we are actually going to get into more of what the structure of most of our episodes will entail. Episodes will start with my current Dubai dating data, basically just giving you an update on what is going on in my dating life at the moment. Again, no real names will be shared or where these people work. So we are going to nickname this guy Nima. And the reason why we are calling him Nima, an actual name, it's not his name. (laughs) So don't freak out. But actually, if you've ever seen the show Shaws of Sunset on Bravo, he looks exactly like the character Nima. So he's tall, he's good looking, and he actually kind of, his personality matches his a bit. He's not very like strong in terms of like really direct, like a mic from that show, but more like softer and uh, more easygoing. But the story goes is that we met on the Hinge machine. He had good banter. I saw that he was coming from London. And for those of you who don't know, I am a sucker for a British accent. We only chatted for maybe like one or two days before he asked me for my WhatsApp number so that he can ask me out on a date. And I like that because honestly, I hate this whole back and forth pen pal thing, especially now that we live in this digital age where everybody lives in your phone. (laughs) And it's hard to meet people in the wild because of COVID and all of the different restrictions. So for me, I personally prefer meeting somebody in the wild to see if like you vibe with that person How do your energies match? So for me, I much prefer keeping all of the small talk to your actual first date. So even though we spoke for only a little bit, he asked me out right away. And that's definitely my preferred mode of meeting somebody. So he asked me uh, where I wanted to go. Now, at first, it actually was a misinterpretation. He asked me if I wanted to do something laid back or something very Dubai. And for me, maybe just because I'm a very direct person, I was like, let's go this place. (laughs) I actually ended up recommending that we go to Kanoya. And I will say that Kanoya is an excellent date spot. It's like, quote unquote, authentic Japanese cuisine. It's like this really tiny Japanese spot in Dubai. It's in the greens. But what's cool about it is that they are playing hip hop music in the back. And being from New York, I am a massive fan of hip hop. So I love the vibe and would definitely recommend that as a hot Dubai date spot. So I live downtown and I didn't know which neighborhood he actually lived in, but it turned out that he lived all the way down by the marina. But he was insistent on picking me up for the date. And um, if you haven't watched my YouTube episodes with Turtle, (laughs) another man who was insistent on picking me up for a date, Go to YouTube, watch that. That's a funny story. I think that was like episode two or three. (laughs) But anyway, back to Nima. He was insistent on picking me up for this date. And whenever a guy kind of like does that, I automatically think that they're trying to show off their car. And okay, fine, do what you gotta do. I do find it gentlemanly. I know that most people would say that it's awkward if somebody picks you up before ever meeting them in person. But I mean, listen, if this is going to be somebody that you vibe with, then it's fine. Let them pick you up and then kind of sort out 
all the awkwardness or whether or not you're going to vibe in the car. So what I did like is that he had pulled up to the valet ring and he had got there before I was actually ready. And he messaged me and he said, I'm in the white car. It's not like he put out which, which car he was actually in. And when I pulled up, the white car was a Maserati. <laughs> I was like, okay, Nima, this is how we're going to roll. I like this. And the car ride was actually great. We spoke, we were listening to music. I found out that he lived in the neighborhood all the way down. So I basically was like, why did you come to pick me up? He was like, oh no, I really wanted to. And I'm sure that it was because he really wanted to show off his car. And that's fine, save me a taxi. (laughs) So at Kanoya, we were having like normal uh, date, first date conversation, but he kept bringing up dating. And it it was kind of weird. Like he was trying to, I guess, like poke into more about my Dubai dating life. And I usually don't talk about that on a first date. I just don't find that, I don't know, like a really feasible or appropriate topic to be speaking on because you're on this first date with the other person. So you want to make them feel special. So why are you talking about other people that you're dating? And then I find out that he has only been in Dubai for two and a half weeks. And I was like, oh, okay. So this guy is a Dubai newbie. He definitely wants to play the field. And listen, more power to you. Dating is a numbers game. And you should be dating lots of people, especially when you move to a new city, so that you kind of like get your footing, feel out who's who, and kind of see like where the city's at and how you kind of fit in, what kind of partner you're looking for, and so on. Now, where I'm at, since I've been in the UAE for over five years, I don't know whether or not I find it a turn on or turn off when somebody is new to Dubai. I mean, if you do really like that person, great. But I also think that it's healthy to give them their space to explore Dubai and Dubai dating without like basically rushing into a relationship because you never want to be in a relationship with someone who then later on kind of resents that they never played the field. So it's actually better for you because you want them to realize that you're the prize and you're the best one that they could have in Dubai. Anyway, conversation was good. And then um, I basically just suggested that we go to DIFC so that we can have some more drinks. Now we're in the car driving up to DIFC. And he asked me, he's like, he's like, Oh, are, are you having a good time? And I was like, Yeah. And he was like, Oh, because I really couldn't tell at dinner, like you're really hard to read. And I was like, Am I? <laughs> And I mean, I didn't think I was that hard to read, but maybe I was just put off by like some of his questions with like the dating and he kept asking and I was like, I don't want to talk about that. But anyway, and then we get to DIFC, we end up going to Galaxy Bar first, which is one of my favorite bars in Dubai because it is so beautiful. The architecture, the ceiling is like you're in a Rolls Royce and it's this tiny little bar that turns into a club. Uh, But we were there just for a few drinks. Then we ended up going to Zuma for a few drinks. Then we ended up going back to Galaxy for more drinks. (laughs) But throughout this time, he kept like asking and checking in if I was having a good time. And I don't know, like back to the whole thing with why I call him Nima. Like, I don't think he has that much confidence in himself. 
So then I was trying to like help him with that. I was like holding his hand and uh, just like being more touchy-feely so that he can take like those physical cues better. And for me, I'm just much better at giving physical cues and verbal cues because I don't always feel like it's the best when you verbally tell somebody, like you have to show them through actions. I also don't like always trying to reassure somebody as well because I just feel like that's coddling and that's just not something I'm a fan of. So this is a Saturday, which is like our Sunday. So Galaxy closed at 2 a.m. The lights came on, but we had made friends with this other table and they asked us if we wanted to go to an after party. So we went all the way down to the Palm in their car, which was so much fun, which is why I love Dubai. You can just talk to anybody. Then all of a sudden you just have like this blast of a night. Now I won't reveal where this after party was, but I'm sure you can figure it out. And if you can't, DM me at christiana.maction and I'll spill the tea. So we had a blast of a night. Didn't get home till like 3.30 or 4 in the morning. And he had actually the next uh, day, I didn't hear from him. And I kind of was like, okay, maybe he's like just hungover or (laughs) sorting out his life. He did message me in the evening uh, to ask me out for a second date. Now that is coming up in a few days. So in episode three, you will find out about my second date with Nima. Now, it's funny because as the night went on, as the drinks were flowing more, obviously I started to like him more. So I'm interested and excited to see how date number two goes, although I am cautious with him being a Dubai newbie. So now this is the next segment of the podcast where I get into detail about one of my UAE dating stories. Now these stories will reveal some of my past dating experiences here in Dubai and of course always just for a little chuckle. On this episode we are going to talk about a one date wonder much like a one hit wonder (laughs) only one on one date with this guy and we have nicknamed him Tennis Guy. So Tennis Guy and I met on the Tinder machine. He was in his 40s. He claimed to be a New Yorker, and he actually wore a New York hat (laughs) in his pictures. Now, his pictures weren't that clear, but whenever I see somebody who is American and specifically from New York, which is so rare here in Dubai, I get excited and I almost always swipe right because even if it's not going to be a romantic relationship, it could definitely turn into a friendship. So we had chatted for a couple of days and he had asked me for my number because he wanted to have a phone call. And for me, oh my gosh, I absolutely love talking on the phone because it also, you can tell like if you vibe with that person, if you're on the same wavelength, much more through a phone call rather than WhatsApp or any like catered messages through some kind of dating app. So he had given me a call on a Thursday. And this was after I had already been to the golf range, uh, hit a couple balls with some girlfriends, had a few beers. And on that phone call, he asked me out for that night. Now, I usually don't take day of dates because I just feel like there's no effort in that. But, you know, after a few beers, like, yeah, sure, why not? Let's do it. And um, he basically asked me where I wanted to go. So I suggested that we go to Manziel downtown, which is one of my secret date spots. But I guess now it's not so secret since I have it up on my Podia and my website for basically my perfect downtown Dubai dating map. But anyway, it's a great place for shisha, for a drink, to chill in the courtyard, especially when the weather is cool and it's always busy. So I absolutely love that place. 
Now, when I said I wanted to go to Manzio for some shisha, he said, oh, well, I, I don't smoke. And I was like, oh, okay, do you want to go someplace else then? And he was like, oh, no, no, we'll go there. And I was like, okay, fine. So I ended up meeting him there. I pulled up in the taxi and he was waiting for me and the valet rang. Now, when I pull up, I see a tall figure, big figure. He obviously looked different from his uh, pictures on his Tinder profile. He was wearing a cotton polo and... He had obviously washed it way too many times because, you know, like when it sticks up in the front a bit and then like dark flare jeans and like running sneakers. And I was like, oh, my goodness, what did I get myself into? (laughs) And then not only that, he was wearing a baseball cap like to the front. And usually if you wear a baseball cap after sundown, that means you're bald. But there is the exception that if you're wearing a backwards baseball hat and you have a little flow coming out of the front, like I absolutely melt. But that obviously wasn't that in this case. So I was put off, but I was like, listen, I'm here. I'm here for the date. This guy could be absolutely amazing in person. We greet each other. We walk in. Now, Manziel, you cannot make any reservations. You actually, it's a first come, first serve place. So he puts down his name at reception and the name he gives is different from the name on his tinder profile and i was like oh like i hate it when somebody does that i just think like in some weird way it's like really sneaky so anyway i don't comment on it we end up going to the sports bar next door and when we sit down i go oh is blank your real name like the one that he offered up to the receptionist and he was like oh yeah that's that's my real name and i was like oh well i thought your name was blank and he said, oh, no, that's my American name. And I was, like, I was like, oh, I've never heard of that before. And he's like, oh, well, you've never met a Chinese guy named Ming and you call him Michael? And I was like, no, I would call him Ming. <laughs> so at first he used the excuse of that's his Tinder name. But then all of a sudden he changed his tune. And he said that he uses a different name because he's very Googleable. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> But anyway, so Googling somebody before I meet them is such a foreign concept to me. I never, ever do it just because I feel like it takes away the spontaneity of meeting somebody. And now in this whole post-COVID world or like in COVID where you're meeting somebody on a dating app or online, you're already erasing all of that spontaneity with meeting somebody who lives in your phone. So I much prefer getting to know somebody in person. So I never Google anybody. Now, I know that most people do because I find it hilarious when after I give somebody my WhatsApp number and then they see what my full name is, they end up uh, looking me up on LinkedIn and then I get a notification and I'm like, dude, at least put it on private. Like I can see that you're looking at me. (laughs) I'm like being a little more discreet. But anyway, so when he said that, oh, I'm really Googleable, I mean, that obviously opens a can of worms. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, what are you most known for? And uh, I'm sure like this stroked his ego a lot, but whatever. I was just so curious. I was like, who says that? Like, who are you, Leonardo DiCaprio? And then he said that he was the largest collector of memorabilia for blank blank. And I was like, oh, wow, like now I was like intrigued. I was like, because I love going on a date and finding out what somebody is an expert in or what their hobbies are, because then even if the date is a bust, you can actually learn something from them. So anyway, after he told me this, I was like, wow, how do you know that? Are you in a Guinness Book of World Records? 
And he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh no, I just know. And then I'm like, this guy is full of baloney. So now I'm digging deeper because obviously this makes me even more curious. So I asked him, I was like, oh, so then how do you know this? And he's like, oh, well, I, I meant like in, in the Middle East I am. And then I go, okay, so then how do you know this? And he says, well, I know because I track everything that's bought and sold. I'm like, oh, wow, like what kind of service do you use for that? And he then, <laughs> I mean, listen, I did it to my own self. This is my fault. He ends up uh, taking out his phone opening up his eBay account, and he was showing me all of the things that uh, he had bought recently, but also uh, telling me how much he paid for it, how much it's going to be worth in the future. And for me personally, I just don't like talking about money, especially on a first day. I just feel like it's just like, there's no coos in that. But anyway, the fact that he was showing me his eBay account, I'm like, this is firstly so unnecessary. I didn't ask for this or activate. Maybe I did. <laughs> But secondly, it's like, this is so unsexy. This is not what I want to be doing on a first date is going through your eBay account and you detailing all of your transactions. Totally not into this, honey, and totally not impressed at all. So anyway, uh, we changed the subject and we start talking about tennis, hence the name Tennis Guy. And I told him, I was like, oh yeah, well, actually, I just started picking up tennis. Uh, I play every week with my girlfriend and a pro. And then he was telling me how much he played. He plays like quite often. I can't actually remember how much. But anyway, he then tells me, he's like, oh, like after I divulge how much I play, he was like, oh, so then you're not a real tennis player. In my head, I'm like, excuse me? I'm like, what? And he goes on to say, oh, well, an adult can only claim that they're a real tennis player if they play twice a week with a professional nine months straight. And in my head, I'm like, well, firstly, that's a lot of dedication. But secondly, like, why is this guy putting me down? Like, this is the type of guy, like, I just expressed to him that I started this new hobby. This is something he's totally into. So maybe we can connect on this level. But this is a guy who will never celebrate you, who will never praise you, who will always put you down. And that is definitely not something I find attractive. So I end up changing the subject. And remember, I told you that on his profile, it said that he was a New Yorker. So I asked him, I was like, oh, where did you live in New York? Turns out he's not really a New Yorker. Like he had only lived there, gosh, four years, maybe. And remember, he's in his 40s. So I'm like, why is this guy like claiming all of these things? Like it just felt like so baloney. So he asked me where I lived and I told him my former address. And he goes, oh, so then you lived in the projects. And I was like, who is this guy? Firstly, for those of you who don't know, the projects are public housing. And even if I did live in public housing, like who cares? But I mean, that wasn't the case. And then I told him, I was like, oh no, I actually like, I used to live next to Trump Tower. And he pulls out his phone again to show me Google Maps. He was showing me, put in my address, showing me where I used to live. I was like, this guy is on something else. Anyway, he zooms in, zooms in. And I go, oh no, you see, this is where I live, whatever. He's like, oh no, but you see, you're, you're right next to the projects. I was like, honey, I used to live steps away from Columbus Circle. Like, watch yourself. But again, this adds to the fact that he's never going to like celebrate you or he's always going to try and put you down. Anyway, we finally get into Manziel and it was a good time to change the subject. So then he started going into like what his uh, family does for business. And I just listened because I mean, obviously he was shining now because he was talking about himself again. 
And then he asked me, oh, what does your family do? So then I just told him about the business that my grandfather had started and what my uncle is, is still working on. And he goes, oh, wow, when we get married, we will be holding two different empires. And <laughs> he went on to say this. <laughs> Y'all should have seen my face. I was like, this dude has no EQ. Why is he talking about when we're going to get married? And then I tried to change the subject. Then he brought it up again. He goes, oh, but when we get married, you're going to have to move to Saudi. And then I'm like, this dude is so off. If he thinks that this is even leading to a second date, let alone marriage. And then it was really funny because he kept bringing up things like, oh, so you've been in Dubai for six months. I was like, no, I was like, I've been here for X amount of years. And then he was like, oh, yeah, so then you're from th this part of the States. I'm like, no, 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 I'm, I'm from New York. And obviously he's dating other people and getting bios mixed up from the dating apps. And which is fine. Obviously, we're all dating other people because we're trying to find that one and dating is a numbers game. But dude, if you don't know the answer, just ask because you just look like an a-hole. And then somehow throughout the date, it gets revealed that he knows uh, one of my friends, a married couple. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to find out that I went on a date with this dork. Oh my goodness. So I, I actually ended up texting her and I was like, do you know this person? She was like, yeah, blah, blah, he's this, he's that. And I was like, this is the most boring date I've ever been on. And he, she started laughing. She's like, yeah, you two just wouldn't match. I'm like, yeah, no. And then I don't know if like he felt the date sinking or not. But then he started going into, I know the owner of this. I can get you a job here. Uh, this, I'm this person here. I'm that person there. And I was just like, oh, I just don't at all find the name dropping attractive. So I was just listening. And I just wanted to see how long he was going to go on before he realized I was so not interested. And then he had the nerve to ask me, so what has been the most awkward date you've ever been on? And like at this point, I'm so fed up. I was like, this one. And he looked at me shocked and was like, oh, but I really thought it was getting better. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's EQ is so off. Anyway, right after that, I was like, yeah, can, can we get the bill, please? So get the check and like he walks me out and I basically was like, okay, see you. And usually I say, see you soon. But I was like, I am never seeing this guy again. I get in the taxi and I think, oh, well, it wasn't a total waste of a night because now I have really great content and I can create this episode. One date wonder tennis guy. <laughs> So on to our next segment, which is all about your listener questions. So what I get a lot is how do you go on dates with guys whilst you're doing dating in Dubai? So for those of you who don't know, I have YouTube episodes under Christiana Maction that basically document some of my Dubai dating relationship history. Now, these episodes are of people that I have dated of relationships that have already ended because then I know like the beginning, middle, end and how the story will play out in these episodes. Now, I try to never divulge that I do dating in Dubai when I'm on a date with somebody or before I meet them. Now, for those of you who follow me on Instagram at christiana.maction, you get my up-to-date dating data. So basically, you have a real up-to-date current status of how the date is going. 
So what I usually give on my Instagram stories are a hashtag towel talk where I'm getting ready and I'm telling you how I met the person, my feelings about going on the first date, or a taxi talk dependent on like if I'm already on the date or now I've added in trot talk if I'm walking to the date. But then um, whilst I'm on the date, I give you a mid-date update with a toilet talk, meaning I'll go to the toilet and I'll tell you what's going on. Or if he goes to the restroom first, I'll give you a table talk. And then in the morning, I'll give you a pillow talk where I basically rehash my feelings about the night and whether or not I will see them again. So I encourage you to go on Instagram, follow me at christiana.maction so that you stay up to date with my Dubai dating data. And don't forget to also subscribe on YouTube so that you can have a chuckle about my past UAE dating relationships. Or rather, situationships. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. And this is your week's Dating in Dubai PSA, or Public Service Announcement. Please stop using boomerangs in your dating profiles. Not only do you look silly, but you are making me dizzy. And how is a boomerang going to show any of your personality whatsoever? Or tell me anything about you. Especially here, I do see a lot of profiles that actually every single picture or slide is a boomerang. And I'm like, who told this person that this was a good idea? Honestly, it's not. And if you are a serial boomeranger, then I suggest that you go to services.christianamaction.com where I actually help and give you dating profile makeovers through my dating success formula and you will receive and expect to receive a current analysis of your dating profile, picture suggestions, new picture suggestions, and also a new and improved rewritten bio. That is all that we have for this week in episode two. Thank you for tuning in. Signing off from Dating in Dubai, Christiana Maction. Speak soon. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Dating in Dubai podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform you're listening on. Follow me on all social platforms, including YouTube at christiana.maction. For dating solutions such as dating profile makeovers, date coaching, and much more, see me at services.christianamaction.com. And we will see you next Tuesday for your dose of dating in Dubai.